As we get into the first week of the Red Sox season, time for a new Fenway Rundown, Mass Live's Red Sox podcast. I'm Chris Cotillo, your host here at Fenway Park with the Pirates in town. We're going to catch up with an old friend, uh, I think, you know, one of the nicest guys that I've covered in my five years on the beat, and I think anybody else who's covered the team agrees with that. He's a, a media darling, as we say, and a friend of every program. Rich Hill stopped by, had a nice chat with him, catching up on his new life with the Pirates, You know some things about the Red Sox last year. So always good to catch up with Rich, and uh, we'll be back later this week with the, uh, if things go well, another old friend from the Red Sox. So first things first. In a different uniform, obviously. What about the Pirates to you was was so intriguing in taking that deal at this point? Yeah, I, you know, it was the experience that guys are coming back with. Um, guys have had two years, you know, really under their belt here to learn the game at the major league level, and it's it's difficult to say that, I guess. And and, and what I mean by that is that between AAA and the big leagues, there is such a huge jump, and then. You know, it's really to, to get ready for, you know, such a big stage uh, in the highest level. Um, yes, AAA gets you prepared in some ways, but in others, you know, you're really experiencing a lot of things for the first time. So back to what I was saying with the two years of experience that guys have gained, now it's time to understand how to win. And that was really the biggest draw here. And, and uh, obviously we've seen it over the last couple of days and, and really – you know, the beginning part of the season, there's a lot of really good arms on this team um, and guys having, you know, coming into their own with that two couple years of experience um, and being able to understand how to pitch. And then when you understand how to pitch, you understand how to win. Uh, being back here, I know you said last time we talked to you here at the end of the season that your preference would be to come back with the Red Sox. Obviously, that didn't happen. But what were the conversations like? Did it ever get close or was it really uh, kind of clear from the get go that you'd go elsewhere? Yeah, it was, you know, there wasn't too much uh, deep conversations about coming back. So, you know, understanding that and, and, and the business side of it, that's where I think, you know, as a professional, you understand that the business side is, is what it is. It's, it's cutthroat and it's, it's difficult. Um, but, you know, it was, it was, it was you know, from the beginning, I knew that, you know, it'd be a small chance of being able to have the opportunity to come back here. So, and as a player, when you think about it and you're in the player's shoes, you're like, well, I can't sit around and wait and, and hope that something works out. Um, yeah, of course, you know, coming back here was, was uh, you know, priority number one. And um, that, A, being uh, from here and also uh, being able to spend more time with my family, especially as our son Bryce is getting older and, you know, he's got school up until uh, – later you know the middle part of the season um you miss a lot of time and i and i get to uh being you know obviously being here i would have been able to see more of his baseball games and all that good stuff that comes along with uh the convenience of being home but you know at the end of the day um again like i said the business side of it takes over and uh it's not it's not you know it's not for the uh i don't know maybe the uh, lighthearted. <laughs> Uh, just, I know you've, you know, you still follow the Red Sox. I've seen them up close here the last couple of days. Yeah. Much different team than the one you left. A lot of new guys. Um, what are your impressions of of the group and and how they look? Uh, obviously, I think a different looking offense than what we saw a year ago. Yeah, I think uh, you know with the additions of Duvall, uh, Turner, um, and also you know Tapia, I think 
you know, those guys coming in and, and, and Alex Verdugo coming into his own a little bit more. Um, Cassis having the experience that he had last year, um, along with, you know, Kike and uh, Connor Wong with, with Reese. Um, you know, uh, the experience is there and the understanding of um, how this season is going to be paced out and how you play, why you play 162 starts to show itself. And I think that's one thing, you know, where guys like Turner can be looked at as to calm the waters, maybe if there's, you know, any panic during the season. But, um, you know, because of his professionalism and also, you know, the way he goes about his business uh, on a daily basis. Um, and, and, and of course, with Alex at the helm, you know, he's the same guy every single day. So it's, it's very consistent in that fact where obviously playing in a big market comes with a lot of responsibility, but during that responsibility, you have to understand how to stay in the moment. And they certainly have the guys over there to, uh, you know, keep everything uh, at, you know, at neutral, I guess, if you want to say, and not get too high or get too low. And um, But overall, you know, I think that the offense is, uh, from top to bottom, is, is a, a very strong lineup. From here, what have you thought of Yoshida? Yeah, uh, I say... You know, uh, good job by uh, Gus Qualbaum and, uh, you know, obviously the, the recruiting process and and uh, being able to land a guy like that because, you know, it's a very impressive at-bats, understands the strike zone, understands how to control the strike zone. Um, and just seeing the small couple of sample sizes that I've seen the last couple of days, I think it's going to be really exciting for the fans here in Boston and, you know, to see what his, his, uh, his bat's going to do here. And also... Know, his ability out in left field and playing the wall it's not an easy task and uh, I think with the you know obviously uh, getting used to it and and seeing you know how the ball is going to play off of different parts of the, of the wall um, again it's going to be it's going to be exciting to see see how the season unfolds for him because what I've seen is uh, it's pretty good I mean you obviously you know you played with TK and Verdugo in LA in here yeah and now Jansen Jansen and Turner coming LA, over yeah. um, you just talked about Turner a little bit, but yeah. what can both of those guys bring leadership-wise? It seems like they're already taking on pretty active roles here. Yeah, I think that's, you know, you got Kenley out in the bullpen um, as a stabilizing force with, you know, again, it, it, the, the thing is is that it's 162 games, and the leadership that those guys bring is the consistency in their work ethic and understanding that, you know, again, it's, it's one drop in a bucket every single day, and you continue to put the time and the effort in. Um, and, you know, other guys see that and they will, you know, start to kind of reflect that in their, their own work. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, definitely uh, Justin and Kenley, you know, bring to this club that will be stabilizing forces for, you know, really uh, when, when things aren't going as well as, as everybody wants them to. But, you know, to be able to right the ship and, and make sure that, you uh, guys are doing their work so um, and also you know just the sheer competitive side of being able to put together great at bats um, you know solid innings out of the bullpen for Kenley and keeping everybody kind of focused and locked in on the on the task at hand so I mean as we saw last night late in the game you see JT go the other way and and take that ball and and uh, you know be able to I don't know. It was just a, it was a great at bat because it was was taking what the pitcher was giving him and not trying to do too much with it. And to me, that's 
you know, that's a true professional. Let's talk about the way last year ended a little bit. Um, I think Kike made some interesting comments about how he wanted a different clubhouse mix this year and, and made the comment that he thought the Red Sox were too comfortable being in last place by the end of last year. Cora and, and Kaim Bloom both disagreed with that. How would you assess that? Is that something you also agree with, disagree with? Well, I think, you know, if you look at last year, we were really struck with a lot of injuries, and that was unfortunate. I think the one thing that was um, difficult was that month of July where we lost, I think, almost everybody in the rotation. Um, you know, really, and I think that sums up everything uh, for that part of the season. And, um, you know, again, having guys go down in July and August uh, at different times was just, I mean, you know, you hear it said at the end of the year sometimes where it's like, oh, well, the injuries, the injuries. And you look at it from certain teams and you say, well, maybe somebody went down here and somebody went down there. But in my experience and in my career, really to point to that, one time during the season was a real thing. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be really difficult to bounce back from because, you know, you're asking guys that to step up in roles that, um, you know, might not necessarily be, uh, uh, you know, used to or comfortable with. So, you know, those adjustments that happen over the course of a season, especially in a big market, uh, are very, you know, they're not easy to kind of seamlessly transition into. Um, so really, that that's what I point to. And, I mean, I think that that's that's how you know unfortunate it was because it was you know it was a good team and, and it was a great group of guys, um, but unfortunately just succumbed to too many injuries. So clubhouse mix. I mean, from here it seemed like you guys were a, a very tight group that that got along pretty well. Yeah, it was a good group. It was really a good group. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of great guys in that clubhouse. Everybody. I've been so fortunate over my whole career just to be able to have unbelievable men in the clubhouse and just guys that love to play the game of baseball and uh you know that that wasn't that wasn't any different last year it was a really good group of guys and um you know unfortunately like i said it was just the injury bug came through and uh you know there wasn't anything that you could do to kind of get get away from it and two things that came up kind of at the end of the year that have been kind of public storylines clubhouse reacting to Pluecki, good friend of yours you know getting cut and then Tristan Casas with his routines and things. I think people had this idea that, oh, the clubhouse was in shambles, all, all that type of stuff, I guess, from the outside. I mean, to you, those are just, well, I guess, the normal things that happen over the course of a season. There's some you know, disagreements or people upset, but you get through it. Yeah, I mean, I even coming up as a young player myself, uh, just being able to understand, um, you know, your routine throughout the season and, and kind of, you know, you're like I said before. It's the difference between AAA and the big leagues is so vast, and um, you know, really, it's it's trying to understand where you know things are, everything is dealing with the media, uh, being able to handle your, handle yourself like a professional on a on a you know on a daily basis. Uh, something that everybody goes through is the learning curve of, of um, you know being up here at this level and understanding what it takes to. Have that consistency um, on a daily basis, which obviously comes from a very solid routine. Um, but you know, it, it's for myself. I've been through, I think, every facet of this game, business-wise. And um, again, that's just something that you can't control, and, and you understand that it's uh, you know it's a very tough business, uh, but it's a great game. And I think understanding that. 
know, uh, keeps you from kind of getting a little bit bitter sometimes when, you know, things don't go your way or, or you don't, you know, really uh, expect to see some, some moves that are made. So, uh, you know, being through a lot of it myself and being all over the map in this game has uh, given me great perspective on not only the business side, but again, it always reinforces how great it is to play this game. Casa said that it was pretty easy once veterans kind of expressed that he shouldn't nap in the middle of the clubhouse or sunbathe to adjust the routines. And, you know, I, I was the one who wrote the story. I think it got a lot of play as kind of a conflict. But from your point of view, that whole thing, that's, is that just a young player learning on the fly of what big league life is like? You went through it. You saw it. Well, I think it's just, you know, things things get overblown. And I, you know, to be quite honest with you, I don't really look at it for really anything. Guys have routines. They got to do what they got to do to get ready for a big league ball game. And, you know, in turn, you're respecting that and you understand, um, you know, that is whatever you have to do to get ready for a game and that's going to help the team win. That's all that matters at the end of the day. And I think that's something that, um, you know, certainly – Everybody has their own routines and, and um, you know, something for myself, just being able, when I was coming up, is like where to be on time and uh, understanding, you know, little things like getting to the field early and making sure that, you know, I get my stuff done, uh, uh, especially on the road where, you know, after batting practice, you only have really an hour uh, after you're done, uh, you know, hitting and shagging. Uh, so when you come in and if you're not prepared, if you haven't already really got your work in, then you're rushing to kind of get everything done uh, before the game. And just little things like that. And, uh, you know, certainly everybody goes through that. And I think it's, uh, you know, something that, like I said, to, to prepare yourself for the major league level, it's, it's uh, um, difficult to, to kind of explain at the AAA level. And last thing for you, obviously, you're here for three days now. Uh, you guys aren't coming back this year. But safe to say that as long as you play, You'll have interest in being with the Red Sox. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is, you know, this is again. I, as I've always said, I love this organization. Uh, I love the city. Um, grew up here. Um, you know, seeing what ownership has done since, you know, I've been a young kid growing up here has been incredible. To change the face of the organization and turning the culture into a winning culture. Um, this is something that I think the kids now are, are getting to see and, and grow up with, which is great. And, you know, they've always been good to myself. Uh, the organization has been great to my family, uh, great, to, great to our sons. And, um, you know, yeah, I could see myself here in, in some capacity, whatever that might be, um, you know, down the road. And certainly when we get there, we'll, we'll cross that bridge, I guess.